Welcome to The Joy of Living, featuring your host, Barry Shore. In this time of busy, busy and rush, rush, we don't always take the time to appreciate the life that we have and the love of those around us. Now, the ambassador of joy invites you to take a moment, no, take an hour and find the joy of living. Here is Barry Shore. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings. And good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here in Venice Beach, California, overlooking the vast Pacific Ocean. And you have purposely tuned into The Joy of Living on VoiceAmerica.com. The Joy of Living is here for one reason only. Barry Shore exists, and he's on doing this radio show and the podcast. The podcast is very important. Go to BarryShore.com and listen to this podcast again. You don't want to miss a minute of what's coming up with an amazing person whose name is Dave Peltzer, but more about him in just a few moments. And you want to share it. You want to give me five because this show exists for one reason only, you, Y-O-U-E-W-E. You, that's why you tuned in, because you care about you. You want to be the best you possible. The best you possible means that you are going to go mad. What do you mean go mad? I don't want to go mad. Yes, you do. You want to go mad because when you go mad, mad stands for go make a difference. You want to make a difference in this world? You want to be the change that you think about, that you speak about, that you long for? It's all about you. When you are living the life that brings about joy, you're making a difference. When you're living the life that is based upon love, you make a difference. When you are involved in happiness, you make a difference. And certainly, When you're at peace, not with just your family or your friends, but with yourself, with yourself, your biggest, toughest critic and potentially your greatest friend. When you're at peace with yourself, you're making a difference. So welcome. As people know in this show, we have right now 253,716 people listening to us throughout the world. That is a large audience. Now, when you share this show with five people, give me five, what you're doing is you're increasing that audience so it's going to be more than a million people. When you get over a million people that are focused on and working with and towards the same kind of goal, which is to live in joy, now we make a difference. We make a difference in the world. There's something called the butterfly effect. The butterfly effect is a butterfly flapping its wings in the Andes Mountains literally can have a ripple effect that is felt throughout the world. Now, if a butterfly flapping its wings can make a difference, you, as a human, as a conscious human, a conscious, conscientious human, certainly can make a difference. And how are we going to do that? We're going to do that by aligning our thoughts, 
our words and our deeds. Because when you have good, good, focused, purposeful thoughts and your words are pleasant and purposeful and powerful and your deeds follow along, then you, in fact, a difference. Now, I do have to tell you in advance that your humble host does use four-letter F-U words. And I, I do it frequently throughout the show. One of the reasons I do it is because it's fun. Oh, there it is right away. F-U-N-N, fun. But you say, wait a minute, Mr. Shaw, fun is F-U-N, three letters. Now, and how I spell it, F-U, capital N, capital N, fun. You got to have fun in life because if you do that, you're going to be able to get to the next level, which is to live in joy. Now, one of the ways that we do this is by understanding that words make a difference. Your words mean something. So we're going to use acronyms. Acronyms are the first letter of each word of a phrase or taking a particular word and to find the most powerful, purposeful part of that word to create something special in the world. Because again, when your thoughts and your words and your deeds are aligned in purpose, in patience, perseverance, prayer, they become powerful. And that power can change the world. You make a difference. So one of the great ones is you ask people, what does WWW stand for? Well, most everybody you ask or mention to would say it has something to do with the internet, right? And factually speaking, that is correct. But really, here's what WWW stands for. Drum roll, fanfare, da dum ba ba What a wonderful world. With a tip of the hat to Satchmo. Because when you think and speak, what a wonderful world, and what a is a word, W-H-A-T-A, what a, what a wonderful world. Now your entire being is transformed because you see everything emanates from your mind. Mind is the master. You have a mind, you have a brain that has a hundred plus billion brain cells with a hundred plus trillion synapses connecting them all together. And the thoughts are moving in your mind just about the speed of light. That's fast. (laughs) That means when you think something and it's positive and it's powerful and it's purposeful, it makes a difference because you're not just a butterfly. You're a human. WWW, what a wonderful world. And when you hear something like that, That really makes a difference. You hear something that really gets your mind going. You say, wow, right? Wow. Wow is an acronym. Words of wisdom. When you hear something that really moves you and is profound and you're going to try and internalize it, that's a wow. Words of wisdom. They make a difference. So speaking of words that make a difference, here's one of the most important. Smile. SMILE is probably the greatest acronym that you'll ever learn. SMILE stands for Seeing Miracles in Life. Every day! (laughs) How much fun is that? Seeing miracles in life every day. Look at that. You're already, when you put a smile on your face, you're changing your whole composition, not just of your face, but your whole physical 
abilities, your mental and psychological abilities. Because when you're smiling, you cannot be depressed. You might try to do it just to say, hey, look at Mr. Shore. I can be depressed and I'm smiling. No, you can't. The smile is that which shows friendship. It shows love. It brings about a difference in the world. Seeing miracles in life every day. And when you do that, you're creating an entirely different world. Now, create is a wondrous word. Create stands for causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Causing rethinking, enabling all to excel. Because that's what you do in your world. You want to create an atmosphere, a dynamic, a situation where everyone that you come in contact is excelling. Because when that happens, you can become the best you possible. Remember, this show, The Joy of Living, exists for one reason only. You. Y-O-U. E-W-E. You. It's all about you because that's what you care about. What's in it for me? the most listened to radio station in the world. What's in it for me? What's in it for you is that you have the ability to create the world that you want. We're going to be meeting an amazing man in a few minutes. His name is Dave Peltzer. Dave Peltzer has a childhood story that no one should ever have to go through. But he did it. He went through it and made him a self-made man who is fully responsible, resilient, with faith in humanity. And when you hear what he suffered through growing up from the age of four through eight through 12 before he was rescued and put into foster home because of the abuse of his mother, burning him, hurting him, disfiguring him, he was barely able to walk. He was 68 pounds at the age of 12. When you hear the story, you'll say, wait a minute, how is that possible? Well, it is possible when you live in a world that you can create. He did that with his mind. He wanted to excel, so he did it, and he was thankful. Now, I've mentioned before, but we always have another 10, 20, 30,000 people listening every week. So the way to really live well is to learn how to say thank you. Thank you. A novice, someone who's just beginning in the process, and I urge you all to do this if you're not already in the adept mode or the professional mode, is to keep a journal and make sure that today and every day going forward, but today, you make conscious decision that you're going to say thank you seven times, seven times in the course of the day. Thank is a remarkable word. It stands for to harness, harmonize, and network kindness. To harmonize and network kindness. Because when you do that, you're making a difference in the world. Everyone, everyone you meet is fighting a battle you know nothing about. Be kind. Always. As the Dalai Lama was one to say, always be kind. Be possible. It's possible to always be kind. It's possible. Always be kind. Keep inspiring noble deeds. And learn to say thank you. Thank you 
the great acronym to harness or to harmonize and network kindness. And F you, everybody. <laughs> Have fun. F-U-N-N. As I said, we're going to be bringing on Dave Peltzer. Dave Peltzer is a recipient of the, the Jefferson Award. The, it's the American Institution of Public Service. He's won awards that um, people like Steve Jobs, Sally Ride, Leah Iacocca, John Glenn have won. He is the embodiment of esprit, spirit, and humor, and wit. This amazing fellow has been able to fight fires, not just in his life, personally. He's a captain in the fire, volunteer fire department. He's won the Golden Rule Award, which made him the California Volunteer of the, of the Year. He has personal commendations from four presidents. And he was the one of the 10 outstanding young Americans given an award. And only people like John F. Kennedy and Christopher Reeves received those awards. He's written seven inspirational books, the latest one calling Moving Forward, and his book called A Child Called It, I-T, It, was a bestseller for six years. Dave Pelter knows how to live in thank you. Dave Pelter understands what it means to see miracles in life every day. Dave Pelter is that which can encourage everyone to go make a difference. Go mad, because when you do that, the world's a better place. Go to barryshore.com and listen to this show again and again. Share it with five people. Give me five with your family, with your friends, people you like, people you don't even like, especially. Build a bridge. Go forth. Live the blessing. Right after this short break, we're going to come back and we're going to speak with and meet that amazing, wonderful, beautiful, bountiful, immortal immortal being, Dave Peltzer. See you just the other side of this short break. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Now, how do I know you're good-looking? Because you're always looking for the good. Are you living in joy? Are you fully fulfilled at work? Do you ever get upset by traffic? Well, if you're living the great life, great. If not, I can show you in six minutes a day how to live in joy daily. Just go to barryshore.com, B-A-R-R-Y-S-H-O-R-E.com, six minutes a day, download the 11 strategies, and you will learn how to live in joy daily, and it's free, or your money back, absolutely free, or your money back. Go to barryshore.com, www, first, stands for what a wonderful world. Best wishes, bye now. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling Cards. The Daily Smile Mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling Cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling Cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. 
the Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And we don't have more good than our guest who I've been telling you about for the past few minutes, this remarkable, amazing being who is embodied in the, in the soul of E-E-L-Z-E-R, Dave Pelter. In addition to so many other wonderful things, Dave is a fire captain here in the great state of California, and he is keeping us all safe. So we have to be very careful with his time. So I'm going to speak a little faster than normal, but I want you to be able to absorb all of the greatness of this remarkable being. So first of all, Dave, please say hello to our vast listening audience of 253,716 people throughout the world. Wow, that's pretty impressive. Uh, let me say uh, hello, America, and world at large. <laughs> and he is a great, amazing American and a world being. Okay, without further ado, Dave, let's touch upon, and I mean it in a very gentle but very important way, some of the highlights of things that happened to you as a younger being and then how we grew from that, we, you, uh, into the being that you are today, which is influencing millions of people to be able to do things in a courageous way, no matter what circumstances. Let's start with something that's really difficult and painful, the reality that you were one of the most abused children in the state of California, maybe even the country of America. Would you please speak to it a little bit so the audience can begin to get a sense of the the kind of place you came from and where you are today? Well, uh, it was just a situation, you know, I'm I'm, I'm pushing 60. And it's it's amazing. There's a line in, I think, a Tom Hanks movie that says, in the course of a life, you never know what events will transpire. And I came from uh, the Bay Area. My father was a firefighter in San Francisco. My mother, of course, uh, the doted housekeeper. But she had secrets from her past. She was abused as a child, and she was raised in Salt Lake City in the 1930s when women really didn't have rights, uh, particularly in that state. Uh, She was raised, I mean, she was abused and raised to, to keep your mouth shut, Put it in a box, a hurt lock or whatever. Marry a man, pop out a few kids, and everything will work itself out. Everything will sort itself out. Well, with child abuse, it's a learned behavior, just like bullying. And uh, I think my abuse started even before the age of four. Uh, and, and the first four years are very important. Those are the maternal years, the bonding years, particularly with, you know, child and mother and trust. And, and I always remember being scared, not wanting to set her off, and how she would act, uh, appearance and act differently if my father was home or not at home. And it got to the point that one thing led to another, that um, I was labeled. 
a bad child, a horrible child. And I remember always trying to please or trying to chase my mommy's approval if I can do the chores at hypersonic speed. If I didn't make a, a, a bad noise, a loud noise, I didn't want to set her off in any way. And it was micro things, but it's almost like an anaconda just once to get to hold of you, it squeezes the life out of you. It got to the point that uh, my siblings weren't allowed to look at me, to talk to me, that I was isolated to live in a basement. Uh, I think Mark Twain once said the, the coldest uh, winter I ever spent was in the summer of San Francisco, and I lived just below San Francisco. And, you know, you can imagine a little child. Uh, uh, I remember thinking about demons and alligators and snakes and ghosts trying to get me in the basement. I was just so terrified. I slept on an army cot in the garage with no blanket I had to resort to. And, I'm, and you know, it's pretty embarrassing now, but I steal food from garbage cans or steal food from from uh, schoolmates and so forth. Uh, by accident, well, my arm was popped out of the socket because my mother grabbed me and just pulled the arm out. She informed a doctor uh, the very next day that I had somehow mysteriously fallen out of the bunk bed. And anybody with common sense knows, well, if a child falls out of a bunk bed, I don't think a shoulder, the arm's going to be removed from the shoulder. Or years later, when I was stabbed just below the heart, my mother refused to take me to the hospital for fear of exposing the secret. And in these cases, it's not the dynamic between the, 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 the perpetrator and the child, but then my father, again, a firefighter who rescues kids, was basically uh, berated and brainwashed while the boy's in trouble. The boy needs to be disciplined. I bring home the bacon, I'm the man. Routine. And then you look at the siblings. Why are you doing this to the child? Why are you doing this to Dave? Well, he's bad and don't be bad like him. So this dynamic just grew and grew and it got to the point. At age 12, eight years later, my teachers, God bless them, they intervened called the authorities, and I was placed into immediate protective foster care. And I know we hear a lot of bad things about social services and foster care, but with me walking on this planet, and, you know, my son's a very good young man, about to have his child here in a few weeks. And, uh, you know, you, you have to, I remember being 14 in foster care, and they said there's no chance for this child. I can barely walk at age 14. I cannot pronounce a single vowel because my mother refused and not allow me to speak in her house. Or if you swallow ammonia, it burns your trachea for life. I swallowed ammonia twice in 24 hours. There was just, I mean, I was from another planet in a sense. And I I was very lucky because at age 12, I think I weighed like 68, 64 pounds. Very gaunt. And I had to learn how to bathe and hygiene and all these little things. So it was, it's a sad dynamic. It, it, It really is. But for me, and this is maybe what you're looking for, Uh, there was an incident at age eight. And this is important for your audience to know. 90% of our psyche, our self-esteem, how we view the world, how we believe we fit into this world, is developed in the first eight years. So if you have a very rough life, you know, the first eight years, there's a chance, you know, unless you really get solid therapy and work your program, per se, that's code, of course, you know, you're going to follow that trait. At age eight, my arm was burned on the gas stove for about 58 seconds, just over the gas stove for 58 seconds. I remember yelling and crying, and I thought her ears would just explode, or I wanted to wake my mommy up, like, oh, my God, who's, this is not my mommy. This is a totally different person who took over my mommy's body. And my mother wanted me to lay down on the gas stove afterwards, and her words burned for her. And all I did is just 
you know, I, I, I just controlled the situation. Whether I looked at her, which is a form of punishment, whether speaking to her is a form of punishment. So it's the less of two evils. I'd rather be hit by her than lay on the gas stove. And minutes later, my brother came home from a Boy Scout meeting. My mother throws me to the bottom of the stairs. I purge for the very first time. I cry and realize I'm not the Antichrist. I did not do these things that she just makes up. And if I can, if I can feel my burnt arm, to me, it meant I'm alive and I had somehow won. And that was like the pivotal, God is my witness, you know, gone with the wind moment. I will never go hungry again. And I remember thinking, I can't change my exterior world. I can't control my mom and she's just going to get worse with her drinking and with her violence. So that's when I developed the idea that I have to do something for myself now. And now we take that dynamic to foster care. I worked 40 hours a week in junior high, 90 hours a week in high school. Now you take that dynamic, and with the armed forces, they didn't want to foster child high school dropout in the Air Force. Heck no. And that dynamic I learned in the first you know, 12 years of my life really allowed me to leapfrog when people had problems. I'm going, really, that's not a problem. I can do that. If I can survive cancer, I can survive the flu. If we can survive 9-11, we can survive anything. If you can survive a bad divorce, well, it's just an argument. We can work this out. So it's a mentality thing for me, Mr. Shore. Dave Peltzer, I, like my audience, have been listening, my heart breaking, tears emanating from my eyes. And still, though, with deep love embracing you and hearing the the strength and the power in your voice to be able not to, like you just say, survive, but to thrive. I have a question that's been burning inside of me, and please forgive the the reference. Uh, Since I've been reading your story, which goes back now two decades, uh, since I first heard of you, my question is this. At eight years old, you have an epiphany. At 12 years old, thank the good Lord, people came to intervene in your life and you were brought into foster care. How did you find the strength to trust adults and to allow love to be in your, home, in your heart and in your life? Well, I, I, you know, I, I have to be honest. Um, I mean, I, I read, I mean, I look at my life and, and I'll say this, Mr. Shore, and this is important. One, I'm only human. We're all too human. Two, I am the luckiest, I'm the most blessed, luckiest person I've ever known. And I study people. I study w- what makes people great. And I study what makes you this, it, madly insane. You know, I'm, I'm a psychological voyeur. Because the odds were against me. But I, I think it's just you do what you have to do mentality. And you do what you have to do for the now. It's kind of like when I used to work with addicts, and, and I, a friend of mine, I, I told him, I said, how can you not, you're 35, how can you not have a drink for the next 40, 50 years to stop? You're looking at it the wrong way. You have to break it down into accessible pieces. And I used to do a lot of training with the military, paramilitary training, and I tell them something. Don't look at this as a three-year training program for some of the special forces. It's three years, six days a week, nonstop. I say, look at it, breakfast, lunch, dinner, supper. Just something beyond your grasp. It's the same thing with people with cancer. How do you fight cancer? I mean, think about that word. How do you fight 
cancer, the most deathliest thing that God ever created. You just do what you have to do at the time. And I think if you look at the, the, the dominoes, everything happened at the right spot at age eight. You know, 90% of your psyche. And I was just tired, and I realized that I just did what I had to do. Then at age 12, you know, you're rescued. And I have to tell you the truth, Mr. Shore, trust is a major thing to me. I've allowed myself, particularly in the business world, to be violated. You know, you shake a guy's hand, and you think they have your best interest in heart, and it's not. You know, and trust is a big thing for me personally, too. If I say I'm going to be at a certain place at a certain time, I'm there a half hour early minimum. If I say hell or high water, I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. You know, and, and I'm always, and that's why I love the dynamic of fighting fires. You know, it's a fourth dimensional situation, whether you're extracting people from a car, medical calls, floods, fires, wildland fires, structure fires, whatever. Again, you just do what you have to do, and I'm just elated that I've been allowed to have the life that I've had. And it's almost like the first 12 years kind of sucked. Foster care was not easy. Sometimes the military can be kind of hard. But you just find that rhythm. And I'll say this again to kind of go around the horn and answer the question. If, if, I, if I feel that, my, that someone is breaking my trust, they get one chance, a second chance, and after that, I'm sorry, you're done. You're done. And, and I say this again, you know, pushing 60, I just don't have time for the pain. I don't have that many summers left in me. So my, my energy and, and, and love and effort is about time and energy. How much time and energy can I give to this cause or this situation? And it's different. You know, we, we, we all evolved at certain ages, and that's where I'm at today. Wonderful. Dave Pelzer. I'm going to ask you a favor, and then I'm going to mention something. So the favor is the following. Would you please call me Barry? All right, Mr. Shore. <laughs> no, Barry, try it. <laughs> Barry, 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 how's a guy like you get to be a guide like you? Thank you, Dave Peltzer. So if you remember from the first uh, segment of the show, we talk about acronyms. And acronyms, of course, are using the first letter of each word to understand the powerful, purposeful, positive aspect of it. And we do the same thing with words themselves. So if you recall from the first segment, we talked about SMILE. SMILE is one of the greatest acronyms in the world. It says, seeing miracles in life every day. Well, one of the great acronyms is also TRUST. Trust is an acronym that stands for total reliance upon something true. And you, Dave Peltzer, you have touched upon what is true. Because when you live well and understand that you are not only blessed, but you have transformed yourself into becoming a blessing, a firefighter in every sense of the word is a blessing to the world because you don't just fight fires. You fight all kinds of fires, whether they're things that are hot, things that are called sickness, rescuing people, etc., etc. You are the ultimate in a fire, in a fighter, and the good Lord has blessed you with this great ability to see, as you said, just beyond your reach. What a great, inspiring, encouraging message for our wonderful audience. Now, we're going to be going to a break in just a, a few seconds. I want to encourage everybody again, go to barryshore.com, barryshore.com. If you miss a moment of this, 
and I want you don't want to do that, or you want to hear it again, which you certainly do, and you want to share it with five people, I say, give me five. Go to barryshore.com. You're going to find this segment with one of the greatest people that I yearn to meet physically. We're meeting now over the phone, but I yearn to meet physically and embrace because he is a person who brings to the world the message of joy, happiness, peace, and love. So we'll be back in just a few seconds after this break and more of Dave Peltzer and the message of being able to overcome anything because you can. See you in just a bit. Bye now. Good day, beautiful, bountiful, beloved, immortal beings and good-looking people. Now, how do I know you're good-looking? Because you're always looking for and finding the good. Barry Shore here, the ambassador of joy. Joy, that which expands your consciousness, fills your heart to overflowing and enables you to navigate the most turbulent seas. Joy, it's yours if you want it and it's free. Go to BarryShore.com, www.Barry, B-A-R-R-Y, Shore, S-H-O-R-E.com. It's free to get your 11 strategies with living in joy daily, free or your money back. Go forth, live the blessing, spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. There's nothing better than spreading joy, happiness, peace, and love. And now you can do so by giving Keep Smiling Cards. The daily smile mission is to promote joy, happiness, peace, and love to all. Help the world to reach the goal of 10 million Keep Smiling Cards in circulation by 2020. The best part is that the Keep Smiling Cards cost you nothing. All you pay is the postage cost. Go to thedailysmile.com and order your card. Join the Keep Smiling movement right now. Visit thedailysmile.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to The Joy of Living with Barry Shore. To participate in today's program, we invite you to call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Barry at barryshore.com. Now, back to The Joy of Living. Good morning, beautiful bountiful, beloved, immortal beings, and good-looking people. And remember, you're good-looking because you're always looking for and finding the good. And you can't get any goodest or gooder than Dave Peltzer. We were just leaving Dave Peltzer, and he's emerging from a what others would call a horrible childhood, but he made us aware because of how he understands the world and sees the world as a place of training and therefore becoming better all the time as a place that he was able to transcend. This is Dave Peltzer, the self-made man. He is the essence of resilience, service, and responsibility. And I'd love to bring him back now, Dave, with your permission. Let's talk about this idea 
this not just an idea, the reality of living with responsibility. Well, that's pretty general. Um, I, I'm, I think for me, Barry, and it's going to sound odd because, again, old man, no country, I, I, I'm, everything to me is about romantic, whether it's having a cup of coffee or having a cigar or a glass of wine or just praying or playing piano. You know, it's, it's about just absorbing that moment, being grateful for that moment. And I think I'm a little old-fashioned because I work with younger firefighters or younger men and women, you know, in the military and so forth. And I think responsibility is just, it should be a common virtue, whether it's manners or, again, being responsible on the job or being a responsible parent or just a citizen at large. And, And I think part of that is, you know, when you have nothing and then you have something, you appreciate it. And you appreciate the value of food or clothes or hot water or drinking water, per se. And then you take on, again, the, the, the essence of, of how does that happen. Hence, that responsibility. And, and it's, it's an old-fashioned trait, you know, working on the job 8, 10 hours a day or just, just being a good person. And uh, I, I always tell people... Because, you know, I do some public speaking once in a while, and everybody wants to know the secret. What's your secret? And I think it's just good, solid work. Uh, my, my secret is, and I, I tell folks, never try to be the best at anything. Now, I, I know people are going to gasp. Well, no, don't. Because you're competing. There's a one in a billion chance you might be the new Steph Curry or, or, or Oprah or an Arnold Schwarzenegger and so forth. And if you can't make that goal, you're going to feel terrible. Okay, it's one in a billion. So my thing is, don't try to be the best at everything. Just be the best at what you can do. Just give it your best. And to me, that resembles responsibility because it's a daily program. You might have gotten an A on the test yesterday, but you still have to study today. You might have done a great job putting out that fire today, but we still got more fires to tend to in a sense. So that's just how I kind of look at that kaleidoscope of life. Is Thank I'm, you so I'm, much. Uh, I'm, I'm uh, just lucky, and I just try my best. I want to share with you because in <clears throat> everybody knows and respects the firefighter. <laughs> Let's be blunt. Police have a, a, a bit of a difficult rap these days. We won't go there. But everybody loves the firefighter because the firefighter is there to be of service. And it's the ultimate team experience because one doesn't fight a fire by oneself. And we all know that team, or we don't, if you don't know, I'm going to tell you, team is together, everyone achieves more. Now, people always say, well, that's, that's great. But where's the I in team? Well, as I've mentioned, because I also have done a little bit of public speaking, the I is found in a team with the word responsibility. There are three eyes in responsibility because it's only when you give all of you to the team that you now can do something, everybody together. And as David, I said this before in the opening, David's the recipient of so many awards. And those awards were given to him not because he was trying to win an award. <laughs> what he was doing is he was being Dave Peltzer. He was giving service. That's his role in life. He is the embodiment, if I may be so bold, to get to that which is called service. So if I can ask you, please, Dave, just tell us quickly the story about Twinkies 
and what the story is with foster care in America today, and then we'll move beyond that to where the essence of hope lies. Well, you know, I, I do. I'm a foodaholic. Uh, I, I love to cook. Uh, I think that's the most romantic thing anybody can do is cook. And like, I just cooked up a big thing of pasta yesterday, and it's like a six eight hour program. But uh, when I was a child, I used to just love Twinkies. That whole thing with the cream filling and so forth. And unfortunately, as a child, I would rummage through uh, my schoolmates' lunch, and I loved it if they had Twinkies or the Pop-Tarts and the sweets and stuff like that. And uh, it's weird. I hadn't had Twinkie uh, maybe 20, 20 plus years, and I worked for another uh, fire department down south in the Russian River of all places, and everybody knows that's my favorite place in the world. And recently, I just started to <laughs> down in those Twinkies again. And with, with, with foster care, again, I have to say this slowly, God bless these people. They, they take in strangers that their own families want nothing to do with. Nothing to do with. And I remember doing a, a national talk show, a very big national talk show, and uh, this lady's like, oh, my God, you're not in my book club, but your books are doing well. And, oh, my God, you have these awards. I don't have any. And, and you're just blah, blah, blah. And your parents must be so proud. And the audience, like, gasp, and I kind of snickered and I says, well, if you say my foster parents, yes. Because you have to look at, you know, a 12-year-old boy who doesn't walk or talk or go to the bathroom from psychologically Mars, in a sense. And then you see, hopefully, the person I am today. And, and you've got to give that foundation, that cement credit to the foster care system. You know, it's just un- unbelievable what the strain and the love and the finances and the broken hearts. And they just, it's like anything in life for them. I say, how do you do it? And they say the same thing. We just do what we got to do. It's just that mentality of being selfless or loving unconditionally. Now, I read recently that on any given day in the United States of America, there are approximately 460,000 kids that are rescued from abusive parents and are put in foster care. Just under a half million kids. Now, you say a number like that and your eyes glaze over, but we're talking about one child who at the age of 12 could barely walk, could barely speak at all, grunt, looked like he came from the basement, was completely unkempt, and yet his spirit Everybody had hear this. His spirit was not broken. If we, we have a, a book that I recommend to everybody, and I'm going to be recommending yours as well in, in conjunction with this, which is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. And he went into the camps as an adult and as a doctor and as a person deeply involved in psychoanalysis. And he understood that the greatest ability of the human being is to choose your attitude. That's fine because he was in his 30s. You were eight years old. You were 12 years old. Where did you find this strength, Dave? Barry, I have to tell you the truth. One, there's luck involved. There's a lot of luck involved in life. You know, uh, what country you're born in, your sex, gender. I mean, it's just there's so much involved. And, 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 And two, the fact, if you put a child in, 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 in a, you know, a room alone, that child will adapt. They'll make a fort out of it. They'll find a place to sleep. They'll, uh, you know, it's like Empire of the Sun with Steven Spielberg. You know, that little boy was left 
in Shanghai when everybody fled after the, uh, the, the Japanese invaded. And he just eats out of the refrigerator, rides his bike in and out, and has a good time. However, if you put an adult in that same situation, they freak out. They freak out because they don't know what to do, who's going to come and rescue me. Oh, my God, my cell phone battery is low. Oh, my God, oh, my God. So everything happened at the perfect timing because kids think in black and white. Adults, we think black, white with 80% lots of gray matter. You know, because we basically befuddle ourselves. We really do. And the truth is, sometimes I get worked out and worked up, or, you know, I get all whatever, and a little anxiety, a little bit of depression. I'm going, whoa, 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 dude, you can handle this. If you can handle <laughs> the first 12 years, you can handle this situation. So it's something that's always in your psychological backpack. You know, and I like it's, that. It's, it's, the psychological backpack. Yeah, your psychological backpack. backpack, because a lot of people have a lot of garbage. Right in their backpack, and sometimes they like it. They like staying in that womb of being mad or being the victim or blah, 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 whatever. And then you see people that are, you know, pretty upbeat or, you know, they, 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 they it's, it's amazing when you see people. I've never, Barry, this is important. I've never met anybody who says, oh, poor me. I'm a victim of cancer. They say, hell no, man, I'm fighting cancer. I'm a survivor yeah. of cancer. And yet, all me people, Dave, you have to hear my story. Once at age 10, my father yelled at me for 10 seconds. He's been dead for 20 years, but he's still yelling at me in my head. What do I do? And of course, I want to say, grow up. Grow the heck up now. You know, but I remember saying, be happy. What? Give me three words, Dave. Um, be happy now. Four words, Dave. Save me with four <laughs> words. Um, be happy now, damn it. So you have to develop a mentality and you just keep on trucking every single day. It's like when I tell firefighters and I train them, I say, there's a million steps to putting this thing out or doing what we have to do. But think in three to five seconds, baby step. Now think another three to five seconds, baby step. Now think five to eight seconds, baby step. It's just like getting dressed. The fact that human beings that we can walk and chew gum at the same time, Unbelievable. But you just yes. keep taking those baby steps. I tell people, save a dollar a day. Don't go to Star Cracks, Starbucks. Save that $2. Work out maybe 10, 20 minutes a day, five days a week. You know, do what you have to do. Just put away the ice cream, eat more broccoli. Just make it baby steps. Well, as I, if you remember from the first segment, Dave, I have these two, this one word for you. You ready? And it's a four-letter F-U word. F-U-N-N. Because if you can't have fun, and that's how I spell it, F-U, capital N, capital N, you're never going to have your psychological backpack. Now, I want to jump to a, a more wonderful topic just for the moment. Tell us, please, about your son about to have a child. Hello? Yeah, I, I, I wish Robin Williams was still with us because I, I'd make him spot himself right now that I'm going to be a grandparent. Uh, it's, it's, uh, sometimes I get, oh my God, you're like, you're like 58, you're like 59, and man, you're like just too intense for me, dude. I'm like, get out, get out. But uh, yeah, I, 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 uh, they named him Jasper David Michael, which is just a blessing for me. And uh, I'm, I'm kind of on pins and needles, uh, but I will say this: and you're the first, you're getting exclusive, Barry. Uh, I, I hope uh, uh, the Pelzers aren't listening, but I made a deal with with the kiddos. When the baby is three months old, 
uh, he can actually uh, get in the engine and run code three calls with me. When the baby is six months of age, I'm jealous. when the baby is six oh, months I of age, it. we're going to repel. <laughs> we're going to repel off a cliff. I got it. I got it all. I got it all yes, wired. I tell you, Dave Pelzer, this kid, Jasper Dave. What's his third name? Michael. Jasper David Michael JDM is out. Wow, what a talk about being lucky, right? I mean, I'm telling oh, you. Oh, please. This, this kid has no idea what's in store for him. Because my yeah. grandmother, who, of course, abused my mom, was 89,000 years of age when she was uh, born. And, and her first and last words were, eh, yeah. I mean, she just had that guttural, <laughs> viral <laughs> cancer. And, and here I am, and it's amazing because I remember I was in high school, and if we were good boys and girls, we got to ask one question a week to Mr. Kruger. And we had like a couple questions this one week because we saved up. Oh, my God, sir, how old are you? 35. Oh, my God, you are so old. That is so disgusting. <laughs> and, of course, someone else asked him, sir, do you still have sex? Well, when I can. Oh, my God, that is so gross. Teachers don't have sex. Ew, I shook your hand. <laughs> and here I am pushing six zero. And uh, my body's in pretty good shape, and I exercise and try to diet as much as I can, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I remember I was off bread for about six months to see if I can lose weight. Didn't lose an ounce. Screw that. I'm eating the bread because I love French bread. Going to do it. So it's always those little things and that make you happy. Yeah. Oh, okay. First of all, everybody, again. Go to barryshore.com. You got to hear this again. You got to share this. This is Dave Peltzer. This is not just Barry Shore. And I remember, by the way, Dave Peltzer, you know the name of this show. The reason you're on it is because it's called The Joy of Living. Not The Joy of Living. It's The Joy of Living, hosted by Barry Shore. Go to barryshore.com. This is not just encouraging. This is life itself. And life well, what, one, one, one thing I, I have to intervene, Barry, if I may, and, and, and this is important, is, is one, I don't have all the answers. No one has all the answers. Man plan, God laughs. And a lot of people, they throw themselves, you know, uh, uh, into the vol- pit of the volcano with professional, motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's just, it's vaudeville at best. And I just say, you know, live the life as best as you can. Do three nice things a day for other people. Smile, laugh, joke, and just, you know, count your blessings, you know. And I think if you can start that type of program every day, you know, you're going to be leaps and bounds compared to other folks. Because a lot of folks, Barry, and you know this, they're miserable. They're perpetual victims. Or, you know, they don't want to step out of that womb and try something you know, they just think, okay, I'll, I'm, I hope I won Trump lotto, then I'll be happy. Once I get married, then I'll be happy. Once I get the girl, the car, the house, then I'll be happy. And that's when I say, be happy now. I was in Baghdad. Uh, things aren't going well. One of the best times of my life. Unbelievable, because I'm bonding with men and women who are of service. So, you, again, you know, you just take those little, little precious gifts, you know, three or four times a day. Well... This is a precious gift that I urge everybody, again, go to barryshow.com and listen to this and share it with five people. Now, Dave, do you remember what the acronym for SMILE is? Uh, sir, I didn't write down. I didn't think that was a test question, Barry. Sorry, dude. Okay, I, well, no, no. I, I'm I just saying, hey, I'm just sharing with it again. <laughs> Seeing miracles in life every day. That's the Dave Peltzer way. That's what we do. We live life to the full because you just don't know what's going to happen in the next moment. And by the way, who cares? 
As long as you're yeah, here that's now, one thing and we're I've interacting, as- and we've got Barry and Dave talking to each other, hello, isn't this wonderful? Now, Dave, you know, just to put things in perspective, that 15 years ago, I was standing up in the morning, just like you, and in the evening, I was in the hospital, paralyzed from my neck down. Yeah, I and read that, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and it wasn't from an automobile accident. It was from a rare disease. Who knew it was coming? All of a sudden, he's standing up, and now you're comp- I'm a quadriplegic. All I could move was my mouth. Now, I'm much better today. I'm vertical and ambulatory, albeit with the help of a six-and-a-half-foot walking stick. I can't walk up a stair by myself or a curb, and I have help 12 hours a day, seven days a week. But hello, hear my voice, hear me roar. So it's life is to be lived, and you've heard from one of the most living, lively, loving people that I've ever had the pleasure of talking with, and I hope to be able to meet and embrace. So, Dave, I'm going to ask you a big favor now, another one. I asked you one before to call me Barry. You did that. So let's go for another one. You ready? I'm going All to- right. Let's attempt to try. Okay, I'm going to give you a big hug right here in front of 250,000 oh, people. Here we go. One, two, three. Hug it out. Unbelievable. Did you get that hug, Dave? Thank you. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> we wish you well. I'm going to just sign off now for the next minute and a half because what we do at the end here, not the end, at the this piece of the show is we remind everybody, this is Voice America, BarryShore.com. This is where you go to listen again and share this because by sharing, you're showing that you care. Give this to your family. Give this to your friends and especially share this show with people who are either you think are not your friends or you think you don't like them or they don't like you because when you share, you build a bridge. When you build a bridge, you're building a world and the world is based upon joy, happiness, peace, and love. Remember, www stands for what a wonderful world and learn to say thank you thank you consciously purposely seven days a week thank is a great acronym that stands for to harness and network kindness you heard from dave kindness what a way to live your life what a way to be in the world and when you do that there is absolutely nothing that can stand in your way nothing because you're here The good Lord made you. The good Lord wants you to succeed. Everything is brought about for your benefit. So go out there. Be of benefit. Our prayer to you is go forth. Live the blessing. Spread the seeds of joy, happiness, peace, and love. We'll see you again next week. Best wishes. Bye, everybody. you for tuning in this week to the joy of living please join barry shore for another edition of the program next tuesday at 1 p.m eastern time and 10 a.m pacific time on the voice america variety channel and as barry says give me five share this show with five people you love bring joy into your heart and love unto others and we'll see you here next week